You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. This feature is sponsored by Altron Technology Partners in your digital transformation journey. For more information, visit altron.com. Altron, there when it matters. How's it, Aki? Hello, Eusebius. I know it's difficult for you with the television screens on, but please try and focus on our conversation and stop staring no, at diffi- you designing. No, it's you, dude. If I'm over, I thought this was George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> In a movie of Aki's life, George would have to play you. Well, it could be Baba Gadu Duzani. <laughs> Do you think there's such a thing as... Pretty boy privilege. I don't know. I don't know. Because Aki is looking at Duduzane and believing. We can't even hear what the guy is saying because obviously, you know. It's, but we believe him. We believe him. Whatever he's saying, <laughs> we, we believe him. And we can't even see anything. And Aki is very straight. He's as straight as I'm getting. No, he's a good looking guy. But he's good looking. You yeah, say that he's absolutely. got movie looks. No, he's got that movie presence. About he does. Him. He's definitely a good looking guy. Yeah, he's, he's beautiful. I don't know what he's saying, but he's obviously telling the truth. He's <laughs> obviously. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> After all, this is a state capture inquiry, so I mean, nobody's told any pork pies, right? Even the, remember the, do you remember the clip of the DA activist? Which one? I oh. can't remember what the context was, but they, maybe it was at the court at one of his many appearances where they went to basically go and protest him for one of his many alleged criminal oh, yeah, activities. Yeah. And they ended up once they physically saw him going, ah, going mad. They completely forgot what they got paid for. A little bit of pocket money and yeah, yeah. scuffed in. And you're supposed to go there and, you know, go, Zuma must go. And you see little Zuma come out and they completely change script. But they were starstruck. But, but, you know, isn't it, it's incredible because that you often see in society, right, where you'll have somebody that's really angry. And a person, a person with a certain presence walks yes. into a room and they can just diffuse a situation 100%. just by the visual uh, side and the per- person's approach. Absolutely. You know? And I just think it's in any situation, you can diffuse a situation by your first words and how warm and welcoming you make the other person yeah, feel. Yeah, but there is such a thing as pretty person privilege. Yeah. I think. I think. It's Look, I know, I know. You know. I mean, you know all about I it. You don't. You don't. <laughs> to be fair on you, you don't abuse it. You don't abuse it. Oh well, thank okay, you. Okay, what is our first story? Listen, this is amazing. You know, we t- often talk about people with disabilities and people who don't have a normal life, like you and I do, right? Uh, what What these scientists have developed is this soft artificial skin. Okay, and it's got a very sophisticated self sensing mechanism inside it. So if you can imagine somebody that, for example, can't feel anything, mm. this will en- enable somebody to feel something. Um, they're going to use this for medical rehabilitation. They're going to use it for virtual reality. And also, as we approach the era of virtual reality, right, where you're going to be able to see somebody on the other side, but you can only see somebody visually, right? But imagine being able to touch that person and they be able to feel the touch that you feel and vice versa. So this soft skin provides this haptic feedback and haptic feedback if you don't know what i'm talking about you know when sometimes you've got it installed those tiny vibrations on your phone when you start entering text and you can feel the vibrations on your fingers that's what you feel and you can feel this vibration in your fingers and you can sense that you're actually feeling something so this is how sophisticated this self-sensing mechanism is and they are talking about using this for in a broad range of things from medical rehabilitation as i said to virtual reality augmented reality 
and really creating life out of something that's just a, a visual thing and for somebody who can't feel things to slowly starting to have feelings. So, um, and they're going to use this for human computer, human robot interfaces as well going forward. So it's really interesting and a, and a great breakthrough that they're using this artificial, um, artificial skin. I, I keep being amazed at the incredible innovative breakthroughs that, that yeah, allow for yeah. this a range of, of application that really is amazing um the next story didn't surprise me I, I must say i thought what's taken us so long to realize that there probably isn't a lot of purchases at the till when it comes to the magazines at the rack at your well, local woolies or whatever yeah well it actually got me thinking quite a bit you know because you don't you know we're living in this digital world you don't think about these things but when was the last time you actually bought a magazine can you remember or physically bought a newspaper. I know that. Okay, I buy physical newspapers out of habit, but, but magazines specifically, I honestly have bought fewer than 10 magazines in the last five years. Yeah. And this is exactly what's happening. In fact, uh, one of the big chain stores in, in Germany and another one in the UK are actually dropping having magazines on the checkout counters as you go past. And if you can just think about the, the business impact that has, firstly, it takes up a lot of space. They could utilize that space for other things. Um, and, and what they are showing is that that, uh, that actually people um, are, are not buying magazines on the same volume that they used to. So it's almost like a, a an extinct form of reading things. Obviously, in our country, it's it's slightly different because you know people haven't adapted to digital as much as as in other countries. But um, what they are saying is that um, you you know right now, I mean, one of the people said, "Listen to this," uh, that. The, 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 the many of the chain stores are saying that they actually return most of the magazines that are sitting on the shelves on a monthly, on a weekly basis and the, the monthly magazines. And many of the other places like Starbucks, for example, they've stopped selling newspapers across 8,600 of their U.S. stores. And what they've done is they offer free digital access to a handful of newspapers oh, when wow. you walk into a Starbucks and you've got the New York Times app downloaded. You can read it digitally. So they've even stopped selling newspapers. So that old traditional thing of Going and buying a newspaper and, and having that's a cup of coffee. Despite the security of being able to return the unsold ones, it, it still doesn't. Yeah, exactly, no point. exactly. So, so it's going to be a matter of time that uh, we are going to stop printing magazines. Um, and if you just think about the environment and that sort of thing, but you know, uh, you know, things like iPads, for example, and you can download various apps. The experience you have reading a magazine on an iPad, for example, is just amazing. The mm. color, the ease, etc., etc. Mm. And last but not least, uh, another excellent example of what can be done in terms of uh, modern medicine if we transfer some of the insights from other parts of technology to you see, improve Bruce, people's mobility. This is just an amazing thing. And I've been following the exoskeletons. Now, if you, if you can imagine the exoskeleton, it's basically putting something around your back and your shoulders that supports your, your back and, and really uh, allows you to sit upright and allows you to transfer different weight uh, pressures across your body in different areas. So they're using a lot of these exoskeletons for people that work in warehouses that they are able to lift weights um, and lift boxes and that sort of thing without hurting their back. So it almost protects your back. But in this case, they are using this exoskeleton. And it's really, this research has been developed over the last few years. A, a guy was paralyzed and they've basically uh, um, put this exoskeleton around him. This was done in France. And... Um, when they did this, they, they, they had to, this guy had to undergo a certain amount of surgery where they put two implants on the surface of his brain. 
Um, and these implants were, were, were put into the part of the brain that controls your movement. They added 64 electrodes on each implant, and this is really to read the brain activity. Now, for this particular example, which they actually did last week successfully, they basically um, attached these implants, and this is now talking to a computer that's nearby. And when this guy thinks, now remember this guy's been paralyzed for two and a half years. He's in a wheelchair. He can't get up. They've put the exoskeleton on this person, and if he thinks walking and he thinks left leg right leg, left leg, right leg, this is what the exoskeleton helps him build because it's strapped around his legs as well. So it's almost like this robotic thing that you put, like a, a robotic vest that covers you up to your, your 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 knees and your lower legs. And this person who was disabled in the past is now able to walk. They still have a long way to go because, you know, it still has to be attached to a specific harness to, to prevent this person from falling over. But they're getting to that point, and in a decade or two decades from now, somebody who's in a wheelchair will be able to put on an exoskeleton like this and walk around freely. And I saw it with my own eyes. I was at a conference in Las Vegas, and they, they tested it on a guy, and I've actually still got the video. It's, it's one of the things that really blew my mind, that this guy was able to get into this exoskeleton out of his wheelchair and walk and have as normal as life as you and I do walking on our legs, you know, and, uh, that's amazing. And it's incredible when they ask this person, um, you know, he hasn't been paralyzed for all his life, but the first thing that came uh, of him adjusting to, to walking, he says that he was amazed at the height that he had. Hmm. And we often take it for granted that somebody with a wheelchair, they, they're always looking up at you, you know, and when you are that is really on your legs, you've got the height and you see yeah. the world from a different perspective. Yeah. Because I would have thought about the being able to, cover distance, the actual mobility that, that improves. Yeah. You don't think about the height. Adam. The height, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's things that, 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 the that same are level second as... nature to you if you are statistically exactly. uh, with, within the majority experience. Exactly. Wow, really, really interesting. And that's it. Thank you, Aki. Love what's happening in the world of technology and society. You blink quite literally and there is a new innovation on the horizon. We'll talk more about further technology breakthroughs next week, Monday. Goodbye. Uh,